Another thing I think that is important too is to note to not necessarily identify yourself as that emotion. You're feeling that emotion right at that time rather than identify as that emotion. You're just feeling that in the moment. Today you're feeling or this moment you're feeling angry or this moment you're feeling sad. And so I think that by changing the wording, it also helps us realize it's just, it's fleeting. It's not here forever. It's not who I am. I'm not an angry person, but I'm just, I'm feeling angry in this moment. Are you lacking in the self-care department? Or maybe you just want to step up your game. Well, then you need to get a hold of the weekly self-care planning guide because this will help you to plan out and prioritize self-care because self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity. You can get yours by going to holisticmamaspeaks.com slash self-care. That's holisticmamaspeaks.com slash self-care. Oh, and did I mention the self-care planning guide is absolutely free. That's $0. So be sure to get yours at holisticmamaspeaks.com slash self-care. Hello and welcome back to Holistic Mama Speaks, the podcast season two. I am your host, Carrie Marie Vaughn, and I'm just so excited to continue our journey together towards holistic living, wellness, and abundance. Wow. In season two, we are just going to be diving deeper into a variety of different topics related to natural health, mindful living, wealth and abundance, and even conscious parenting. I'm just so excited. And I will be featuring expert guests who will share their knowledge and experience with us. So many amazing people, some returning guests from season one and some new guests. I will also be answering listener questions and addressing some common concerns related to holistic living. And you can actually submit your questions by going to holisticmamaspeaks.com slash ask. A-S-K. My goal is to provide you with practical tips and inspiration that you can incorporate into your own life. Whether you are a seasoned holistic living enthusiast like some people, or if you're just starting out on this journey, there is just something for everyone along the way. So I'm just happy to have you here in the season two of Holistic Mama Speaks. And just as a side note, by listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this as medical advice or to treat a medical condition. You can visit holisticmamaspeaks.com to find the full disclaimer. So sit back, relax, and let's explore a world of holistic living and abundance together. Are you a mom who's struggling to balance taking care of loved ones while also taking care of yourself? It's a very common challenge, but there is actually a simple solution. Daily affirmations. In Mom Mantras, the daily affirmation guide for mothers of all kinds, you'll find powerful affirmations and mantras that will help you improve your health, happiness, and mindset. Whether you are a biological mom, an adoptive mom, a stepmom, a pet mom, a motherly figure, this book is for you. Read these mantras in the morning, before bed, really anytime throughout the day to uplift your spirits and to stay focused on what matters most. Visit mommantras.com to get your own copy and to start living a more intentional, purposeful life.
Hello, and welcome back to Holistic Mama Speaks. I am your host, Carrie Marie Vaughn, and I am so blessed to be joined today by four lovely ladies. I have Jen, I have Candice, I have Christina, and I have Debbie. And we are going to be chatting about embracing vulnerability, finding strength in sharing emotions, which is, it's a big one. <laughs> and so, Thank you, ladies, for joining me, and I am going to actually turn it over to each of you so that you can introduce yourselves and let the listeners know a little bit about what you're doing to help people, and then we'll dive into the topic. So, Jen, I'm going to start with you just because you are right next to me. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Jen Hoyle. I am. I live in Florida. I'm a elementary school teacher by trade. I now help moms um, with their holistic health needs. And I have nine children, and that keeps me very busy. And um, I'm so excited to share today. Ooh, I'm so happy to have you with me. And well, all of us, I should say. And Candace, I'm going to turn it on over to you. Well, first of all, congratulations, Mama, for having nine babies. Damn. <laughs> um, my name is Candace. I'm also in Florida. And um, my mission is to empower individuals globally with just lifelong tools to be able to liberate themselves from emotional and physical pain and trauma and bringing humanity back to the essence of love. We are extremely disconnected right now, disconnected to ourselves and our emotions, and it is an epidemic. And I am here to share the light and share and support helping emotions out the body. So that is my absolute love. And I'm just honored to be here with all of you. Thank you. Awesome. So honored to have you here with us. And Christina, I'm going to turn it over to you. Hi, I'm Dr. Christina Maloso. I am in New Orleans, Louisiana, and I'm a naturopathic doctor, a detoxification specialist, and a motion code practitioner. So I combine all of those things because like she was just saying, I find that to be true as well. When people have issues, ailments, overwhelm, stress, even difficulty um, parenting, there's a disconnect somewhere usually within ourselves. We're not connected to ourselves first before we can connect with others. And so that's what I work with, helping people to detox physically, emotionally, and mentally, and just going through those phases to help them just reconnect with themselves. So Beautiful. Awesome. Love it. Yes. Thank you. And Debbie, I'm going to have you. Hi. Go ahead. <laughs> um, thank you. Hi, I'm uh, Debbie Cassidy. I, uh, I live in the mountains of Colorado and I am a retired nurse and have um, turned from the dark side, if you will, to uh, integrative <laughs> medicine. So I have a lot of training in Ayurveda. Um, I do a lot of meditation classes, um, holding the first silent retreat where we can really get in touch um, with our emotions and what our soul is whispering to us. And um, it's it's such a different world, but at the same time, it's such a um, the same world because we are dealing either Western medicine or, you know, what I do now holistically with the mind, body and soul. And that's my greatest pleasure is helping people. That is so awesome. Well, thank you all for being here. And so as we dive into this topic of, of allowing ourselves to, um, to really feel our emotions and also to be able to share them with other people, what are the first things that, that come to your mind when, when you think about this topic and when, you know, either in your own experience or also working with people who you work with, what are some things that are popping up? 
Well, I can go first if you don't mind. <laughs> I've had a week of, you know, first of all, if we don't access these emotions and we don't open ourselves up to that vulnerability and the vulnerability also of not having to fix our children, you know, just allowing them to have the space to express without jumping in or suppressing it and trying to save them from it. Because if they can learn early that how they feel the whole week, my daughter has been incredibly sick. The last two months have been a lot of, and it's perfect, right? It's just trapped emotions, unprocessed emotions, and it's just come to a boiling point. So it's, it's beautiful because I got to be able to be with her for the last four days and really just identify what's there, what needs to be expressed. How can we share and move these emotions out of your body to be able to, to not hold them in like that? So, you know, just being able to be present with the people around you and hold space is really important and not take it on like it's your job and be able to give them the tools when they are older to process quickly, identify it, release it, let go, and then, you know, be an adult that doesn't react, that can respond to life. So it's just been a great, like I said, today's perfect because it's been all week of me looking after her from just a lot of stress. You know, we're all going through it. You know, the adults are trying to process around our children. And if we can get present, it's going to really support them. So, uh, well, I hope your, your daughter's feeling a little bit better for sure. Yep, she's turned the corner. So uh -huh. thankfully, <laughs> it's been hard work. <laughs> that has been rewarding for sure. Yes. And one of the things that you said, though, it was not taking on the emotions of others. That's, that is the trickier thing, too. It's it's one thing to try to deal with our own emotions. But then mm -hmm. we as, um, as parents, as mothers, I feel like we tend to take on the emotions of other of our children or our spouse or something like that. And so glad you mentioned that because it is something we have to try to <laughs> avoid doing. Mm -hmm. So I like something um, along with that um, with taking on other people's emotions. I think it's important no matter what is happening um, when someone's having an upset or we're having an upset um, that we stay in our own frequency and come back to it no matter what is going on. And so if we do that, then we're not, taken away by others emotional experience and then we can hold space for them but we have to start um you know getting connected to ourselves first getting grounded in ourselves first and then we can be present for others um, I had to learn that myself um you know as a practitioner because I am an empath and I wanted to take on everyone's experience so it took me a while to just kind of stay in my own body and in my own experience first and then I can help others. And it's especially important <laughs> with children because <laughs> you're just more, you know, connected to them and you just really want to, you know, be the mom and solve their problems. But yeah, just staying in our own frequency first, getting grounded first and then being the helper next. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. It is a skill for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something that I had to do at first was to literally walk in another room and do some deep breathing. So if there was like high tension, especially like, fighting or arguing or something like that. I had to walk in another room, do some really deep breathing and just pray, pray for myself, but pray for them and say, okay, let's, let's see if everybody can just calm down a little bit. <laughs> and then, and then I was able to be in that moment without letting it 
bother me, but I needed that time separate. I know sometimes it's not possible, <laughs> especially if you're in a car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and like Christina, I am a big time empath <laughs> and mm-hmm. with nine children. Like, you know, mm. I, I'm that mom that she described that wants to fix it all. And it's so hard not to do that or not to get into that space. And that's something that I work on daily is trying to like when I'm helping them and managing, you know, the things that they're going through is trying to take those moments. Like you said, Carrie Marie, walk next door, take (laughs) take breaths. You know, I I've been doing the four, seven, eight that Stacey Hall um, teaches what it's just breathe in for four seconds. And then you hold it for seven seconds and then out for eight seconds. And that has been very helpful to me. So it's something that I'll continue to work on too, for sure. Yeah, beautiful. Now, the breath is certainly powerful and some tapping techniques on them too, you know, just to help tap that out the body, neutralize that experience with the the breath and then be able to, to replace it with something else in that moment. You know, it's so... It's just beautiful to be able to hold that space for sure. I also, um, I think it's important to look at emotions as, you know, they're our friend and they're helpful. Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of people want to suppress emotions, especially the more negative ones or the ones that, you know, it doesn't feel like they're serving us. But I think every emotion serves us because it gives us information. It gives us content. Um, what will we be without emotions? It's what makes us human and it adds to our experience of life and just not taking them too seriously. If we are angry, if we are sad, we'll have days where we are sad, but it's going to pass through. It's just energy. And that's all emotions are is energy. And it does pass through. We don't stay in that sadness for, you know, so long when it lifts, then we're like, okay, you know, I handled that. It was okay. I made it, you know? So just knowing that it's content for us and it can give us so much information and it adds to our experience of life. And I just think, you know, it's, it's what makes us human. And of course the love and the bliss or the better emotions we want to get to, but we don't live there all the time. We have to have the full spectrum of emotions and that's what makes life beautiful. Yeah, I, I agree. And Christina, something you said earlier about bringing the, um, you know, trying to step away. Um, I'm also a um, shamanic practitioner in the Peruvian tradition. And we are taught how to raise or lower our vibration according to how, you know, how things are around you. And that's been super helpful to me, not only the breathing, Jen, because I, you know, teach breathing with my yoga practice and meditation practice, but um, also just to be able to raise or lower your vibration as needed to meet the person where there are persons where they're at is super helpful in trying to have that conversation and lower the temperature in the room if necessary, if you will. <laughs> Another thing I think that is important too, is to know, to not necessarily identify yourself as that emotion. You're feeling that emotion right at that time, rather than identify as that emotion, because uh, instead, you know, I think that it just the way that everybody usually speaks is I am angry or I am sad, but in 
actually your your entire being isn't sad. Your entire being isn't angry. You're just feeling that in the moment. Today, you're feeling or this moment you're feeling angry or this moment you're feeling sad. And so I, I've had to kind of train myself. And sometimes I'm sure that I accidentally say it the old way of saying it, but I think that by changing the wording, it also helps us realize it's just, it's fleeting. It's not here forever. It's not who I am. I'm not an angry person, but I'm just, you know, I'm feeling angry in this moment, but it's going to pass. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. also teaching children that is so important too. I really wish that uh, that schools taught this when kids were itty bitty or that I knew this stuff when my kids were itty bitty. So I could have shown them these things of how to handle emotions as they come up so that you know how to do different things, the breathing techniques, the the tapping techniques and, and not identifying as that emotion. So it's, it's something that we can all be learning and growing as we go, as we go along with this, uh, but also to be showing our children the better way of handling things so that it doesn't get out of hand. I think that's what we're missing the most in school, right? <laughs> the actual teachings to cope with life. You know, there's some of the six fundamentals that I like to share with, you know, my clients and myself that I do on a regular basis, prayer and gratitude, the breath work, nutrition, movement, connecting to nature, each other, and then expression through writing, through dancing, however it's going to come out the body. So like we were speaking and sharing energy, everything is energy, those emotions, those thought patterns. And if they get stuck in the body and they can't express themselves, they become that physical pain. They become that disease over time. So we need to cultivate our field of energy through those modalities every day so we can be more present and coherent that we can when things come at us, we can thrive. Right now we've been through, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm on a constant like battle right now of trying to keep myself present and breathe. I just feel like it's community. It's the whole world. Actually, if you research lost and disconnected, I think the last time I looked was like 145 million searches. Like that is an epidemic on its own. So I think the more that we can cultivate it for ourselves and and share it and be that light, that's what we need the most right now. And being that is going to really influence our children and the people around us. So I think right now it's moment to moment, you know, just cultivating that energy just to be as present as possible because it's a roller coaster ride. (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, Have you seen that one with those little girls in the teacup? Those, I think they're Chinese. And it says something about um, their life, what's happening in their life right now. They got that those big face. I have to share it with you. It's kind of cute. <laughs> they're on a roller coaster ride. These two little girls and their faces are like ah. That's like their life right now and what they're going through. So, kind of reminds me of the world right now. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. Love it. You add another element to this. Um, so I do somatic experiencing as well, um, and so getting into our body because a lot of times people can't define emotions, especially children, right? Mm. The younger they are, they'll have the tantrums and, and the fits and, and they have big emotions and they don't always know how to process them or what to do with them. So sensing in the body is where it happens first. So before we even have an emotion come out, there's sensations that arise in the body. And so teaching um, children and even ourselves, a lot of adults, you know, they come in, I do um, biofeedback scanning 
And a lot of times the emotion of anger comes up and they appear calm and they're like, well, I don't have any anger. I don't know what that's about. But it's suppressed because we've learned how to overthink. We, we think about instead of feeling. We intellectualize emotions. We try to get around the emotions and we're not really feeling into them. So sensing into the body, is there tightness? Is my jaw clenched or my fist clenched? You know, are people's shoulders way up here? So really grounding into the body first is a great way to release the energy that is behind the emotion. And so then again, connecting with self first, that's where it all starts. And then we can connect with others. If we know what we're feeling and, and we can process it and let it go again, we can hold space for others and help others. Beautiful. Yep. Dancing, putting mm -hmm. on love, Seeger and dancing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, move it. Get it out. <laughs> Dancing is definitely good therapy for sure. <laughs> it is. And the other way for me is, like you said, journaling. There, it's so powerful just to sit down and your cup of tea or wine, depending. <laughs> and depending on the day. Yeah. Going to journal, journaling and helps me really process what's, what has happened or what's gone on and what am I feeling? What are my emotions? And just automatic write, you know, just do automatic writing. And when you go back and read it later, you're, it's, it's like, wow, that's pretty profound, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So much comes out. And then sometimes you go back to read it and you're like, did I even write that? It's like, wow, <laughs> what the hell? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Did somebody yes. take over my Another notebook? Yeah. <laughs> um, Carrie, to add what you were saying earlier about um, the feelings and saying, well, you know, not owning the sadness and things like that. Um, another way to look at it is you can say, oh, well, a part of me is sad, but, you know, a part of me is happy. Like the whole day, you don't throw away the whole day because, you know, you had a, a bad time in line at the DMV, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But just dissecting, you know, the parts too, because very rarely will the entire be, you know, be filled with anger. So if we are having an intense experience, we can also say, well, what feels good right now? Where am I relaxed? What, you know, what was good today? And then also, you know, shifting to the positive as well, not always in the negative, in the harder, lower vibrational energies, but inviting it all in. Christina, you talked about suppressing the emotions and that's something that I do too. <laughs> you know, all of my childhood stuff that I've been through. I mean, we've all been through things and I, and I feel like, and Carrie Marie's helping me with this is pulling out these things that, you know, from way back when that I've suppressed and it's sharing those emotions that are helping clear them for me. So um, I just, when you said that, you're just like, I need to share with that, share that. Yeah. But um, I think we to some degree um it's a natural protection mechanism at some point where we sort of just suppress what's too difficult you know for the nervous system to handle at that point and then it comes out later and that's what they call the midlife crisis <laughs> when all this stuff wants to surface and we want to meet our true self you know so and that's okay we just start processing and trying to um, let go and surrender that's one of the hardest things because we want to hang on to what is familiar because it feels unsafe to let go. We don't know what's going to happen if we let go. And that's why things like emotion code and, um, you know, different modalities like that, that can help you get into subconsciously what's suppressed. It's just a way to let go of that energy. We don't even know we're holding. 
because those negative energies, they are a lower vibrational and they keep us from being our truest self. We're all meant to be loving and to shine and to be our best. But if we're carrying that baggage, it's going to, you know, keep putting that veil over you know, the glow we're supposed to have. And so it's a process, you know, it's a journey. <laughs> it's, a, well, it's been a 48-year process so far. <laughs> and it's that, that <laughs> B word, the vulnerability. It's being vulnerable yes. because when you are, it really does. It lightens your load. It helps it get out. And that's something I know, um, Candice, you're saying you're going through that with your child. And and I can relate to that because it's trying to help them through those things and um, things that they've also suppressed in their young age. So this is yeah, this beautiful. Is you ladies are helping me so much. Yeah, good. And Jen, also just that sharing part, right? Once we allow that out of our body, that is going to help somebody else. You know, when we actually just... We don't know who needs to hear that message. We don't know whose life we're going to change. And by having that vulnerability and opening up, that turns our pain into that purpose, right? So it, it ha then has a purpose and we can support and help others through the other side. And, um, you know, like you were saying too, Christina, sometimes like we have a benefit to holding on to emotions, actually. Some part of us doesn't have to step up into our best version of ourselves because we are benefiting by playing small. And if we do let it go, then we've got nothing holding us back. And that is actually the true fear is stepping into our yeah. greatness more than anything else. So, I mean, it's really fun, you know. I mean, it's a hell of a ride, but I think the tools <laughs> that we have as human beings at this time on the planet, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't want to be alive at any other time. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think it really is to have the tools and to be able to process, even though it's tough and hard, on the other side of it, you're like, yeah, I made it. <laughs> you know, that's what I said to Riley this morning. I said to her today, because you finally shift. I'm like, honey, you made it to the other side. Like, congratulations, high five. She says, if you say so. I'm like, no, look what you've just literally processed through your body. And it was a lot, you know, changing schools, moving, your daddy being gone for the month, changing cities moving homes this is in two months and she's 10 actually that's just i mean the 10 years have been crazy on top of it all right you know starting school with covid losing a house in a hurricane a brother nearly dying in a car accident i mean it's ongoing for 10 years as little kids so you know being open and and again just like okay how you know asking talking about the body parts too like okay honey where do you feel that in your body beautiful how if it if it had a color, what color would that be? Okay, it's red, beautiful. Does it have a shape? What is it? Does it? Can you smell it? Like making it into, you know, something tangible. Because then we can say, what do you? What is it asking for? And what she often says is, I'm not important. I'm like, oh, beautiful. Now we can see what needs to be shifted, right? So if you did feel important, what would that look like? What shape would that be? What color? Can we now take that color and put it in the place? You know, being creative with energy. And I think also we need the tools first, right? So, yeah, just good stuff. So great being here with you girls today. <laughs> oh, and that's cool. I want to mention um, is we look a lot at the energy work and things like that, getting out in nature and all those tools we have. But we also, I really want to emphasize, we need to take care of our nervous system systems and that's going to be really good nutrition if mm -hmm. we are in a state of stress especially children 
Uh, most children that come in to see me are going to have their nervous system. It's way off and their gut is way off. And those two are connected. So if our kids and ourselves are having big emotions, we definitely have to look at that physical aspect as well, because it's a holistic view. Mm -hmm. So we can process and feel the emotions, but we have a nervous system because we're a physical body. And we also have to support the physical parts of us. And I know even as a doctor, you know, I thought since I was doing all the things, I have all the tools, I have the PMF mat, the sauna, the um, I mean, you name it, I have the tools. But I failed to give my own self um, the herbs I needed at that time to take the edge off of where my nervous system was. And um, because uh, it's similar to your daughter, like you were saying, everything she's been through, I can relate. My daughter and myself have been through a lot as well. I lost my home and business in Hurricane Ida. I had to rebuild overnight move. Um, I had a destructive marriage before that. You know, COVID was around that same time. I mean, you name it, I was just getting hit, you know, over and over and over again. And so I developed PTSD that I had to work through. So um, I'm able to help people and really understand because if you say you've been through something, I'm probably like, I did too, <laughs> you know? So, um, and that's why I do specialize in, in the emotional health because it's such an important component. It's always people coming in with cancer or anything like that. There's always an emotional component behind it. Oh, but yeah, um, looking at definitely. the and, and supporting the physical part too is really important. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So true. Jen, I'd like to go back to something you said in the word vulnerability. And I found myself going through some emotions because when Carrie Marie got in touch and I was like, you know, being vulnerable is such a journey. And um, most of us really hate to go there, but we also don't know how healing it is to go there so even even with and i've done a couple of podcasts lately i get to that point where i don't want to have um admit that i'm feeling these emotions of imposter syndrome or not good enough and look at my age you know who's going to want to pay attention to somebody my age because i've whole career you know and something else so it's really amazing to get to that point of letting go and letting my authentic self shine through because we we're always thinking about other people's expectations and the emotions that go with that instead of just letting go being vulnerable and being authentic that's so beautiful true. And it's not only helping you by expressing yourself and sharing your emotions and being vulnerable, but in turn, it's helping other people because mm -hmm. by you sharing, they, I mean, the ones closest to you know that you're opening up to them, that you're, you're feeling comfortable sharing your thing, your, you know, anything with them, your feelings, everything else, what you're, what you're feeling and the emotion. And then also by sharing through platforms like this or through your social media, you could be connecting to people who need to hear your message and who need to know it is okay. It's okay. You're not the only one going through this. I've gone through it as well. And, you know, so many, so many other moms are probably in the same situation and, and can relate to Candace and Jen and, and to Christina and Debbie, you know, everybody can have some sort of a uh, relation that they're that they're pulling from this they're hearing your stories and they're like oh wow i can relate i've been through that i know exactly what they're feeling like 
And then they know it's not, it's not the end of the world. It's okay. And that there's other people who've been through it and we can all work through it together. And it's just Mm -hmm. the beauty of it. I love it. Beautiful. The other morning, every time like Riley got a block blocked up at six o'clock, we're walking around the block and she said to me, you know, when I grow up, I want to write a book. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can write a book right now. Like, let's do it. So we started playing around like the life of Riley. I mean, my gosh. So your story, what you've been through and how did you cope through it? And, you know, I mean, from a perspective of a 10 year old, my gosh. So excited to watch all of you and connect more with all of you it's been just such a pleasure today thank you ladies yes it's been amazing so does anybody have any last final words of wisdom to to the listeners out there who are um, you know just not really quite sure where to start with expressing their emotions and with being vulnerable you know what are some some last little tips that we can share with them yeah i like the word vulnerability i i wish we would have maybe talked about it more because it's so important that we all have a mask to some degree because we have to present ourselves in our different roles in life. And so that is a kind of a natural thing we do. But the more we can show up with our heart and our soul and from a loving place, um, it helps other people to take down their mask and it helps us to get that reciprocity with people, develop that rapport, um, because everyone's been through something. And if we open the door for them, it could provide, you know, comfort, a comfortable space for them to also open up because there is no growth without vulnerability. It is one of the first steps and awareness comes before that. We have to be aware of what we need to change and just start listening to your inner voice and letting it, you know, speak and letting it out that's the vulnerability you know admitting your weaknesses um you know i love you know the comments she said earlier you know about age and and who's going to listen you know to her and everything but i mean she's beautiful and she has all this wisdom to share and um and i love that and i I appreciate you know um just sharing this space with all of you thank you so much thank you so much for joining yes Uh, one last thing on the vulnerability for me is that um i've recently started talking about it on my social media about my depression that i've suffered with for years and every child i'd have it seems like it got worse and and i can't even tell you how many people have like messaged me or called me and said i didn't know you were depressed you always seem so happy because we put on that Mm -hmm. (laughs) that mask for the rest of the world so it truly the vulnerability that is where you start to touch people and they know they're not alone. And, and like you were talking about earlier, Candace, like this is a hard time to, um, to exist, you know, it's, it's a beautiful time, but it's also, it's hard. There's lots of struggles these days. And so the more that we can just show people that we're, we're, human, we're vulnerable, um, they can relate. And that's, I feel like the true power of helping others for me. Yeah, absolutely. I I second all of that. (laughs) Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think the last words of wisdom I would say is nature. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to be out in nature. And it's been refreshing since COVID, how many people have gone out, especially here in Colorado, it was kind of you could go out into the mountains 
and it was okay. But just the power of being in nature is so healing, along with meditation and prayer and getting those feelings out and journaling. Um, I can't tell you what being in silence has done for me, like for an experience, you know, extended periods of time. It's really um, amazing. But boy, I think my number one thing is nature. Me too. I'm a complete tree hugger. That's why you can see my tree behind me. Um, and, and also just reminding ourselves to play, right? Go and skip, go and draw. You just become that playfulness with your child and for ourselves. Like life doesn't have to be so serious. Just, you know, outside for me to pedal boarding sunsets, you know, just going to build a sandcastle, whatever is going to shift you out of that, just that heaviness and just bring your own child out to play too. So, I'm, so I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go and do that. I'm going to go and <laughs> climb a tree today. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I love that because you're, you're, and I love that you're mentioning your daughter's going to write a book. I think that's awesome. The more power to her because you're never too young or too old, Debbie, keep that in mind. You're never mm -hmm. too young or too old <laughs> to do things that you want to do or to make a difference or to let that inner child out and to have fun and, and lighten up a little bit. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I bought her, I, we came home and I, her last name is Cool. So I bought her URL, RileyCool.com. So there it's starting. So it's exciting. Oh, so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So cool. well, thank you. Thank you, ladies. It has been such a pleasure. Yeah, amazing. Nice to meet us. Yeah, mm -hmm. amazing. Yes, well, have an amazing rest of your day. Thank Bye, you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. It has been a pleasure being with you today. I hope that you enjoyed this and got some value out of it. If you did, be sure to rate and review on wherever you're listening or watching. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day.